Hey everybody, it's Jeff from the Marketing Zoo Crew. Welcome to our special U.S. Open podcast. U.S. Open's almost here, we can't wait. And today we want to talk a little about the course setup, some equipment changes we might see, and what it's going to be like in the Callaway Tour trailer. Should be a lot going on. And one of our guys who's going to be right in the middle of it all is our Callaway Tour rep, Mike Sposa. And we're excited to have him right now on the X-Hot Hotline. Mike, how's it going? All right, guys. Everything's going great. Thanks for having me. Hey, we're great to have you on. Uh, first question, what do you think the energy is going to be like in the trailer on a week like the U.S. Open? You know, it's always pretty electric in there. Um, we're going to see some guys that have qualified through the, the local and sectional qualifying that, uh, you know, don't play the PGA Tour, and this may be their first major. So, obviously, they're going to be very excited. Um, like with really any major, you know, guys are just getting a feel for for major championship golf courses. Um, I haven't been up to Marion yet, but having read quite a bit about it and the changes that they've uh, done to the golf course since, say, Lee Trevino won, they, I think they've added about 500 yards to it. And supposedly it's, it's a very tight golf course, which unlike or uh, like most U.S. Opens, driving the ball is going to be a premium. I think some of the dog legs at Marion, the, the fairways actually – may slope to the opposite sides of the dog legs. Um, so they're going to have those fairways tight, I'm guessing 23, 27 yards wide. And if Mother Nature cooperates and, and that course gets firm, approach shots are going to be brutal, and you better be in the fairway. With a course setup like this, is that going to dictate some of the equipment changes that you think the players might want to work on on Monday through Wednesday to get ready for the week? Absolutely. Uh, there'll be guys coming in on Tuesday, I'm sure, saying, you know, hey, there's a handful of holes that I'm going to need some type of a low-lofted hybrid uh, flies, you know, 230, 240 just to get this thing in play or or depending on how high the, the rough is. And I'm, I'm not sure if they're having intermediate and primary rough. I had heard that they may only have a primary cut, but uh, assuming it's maybe advanceable out of there, guys may be looking for you know, seven woods, maybe even nine woods. You never know. So I've stocked the truck with plenty of those options. So guys coming in there looking for a driving iron or a, a hybrid of whatever loft or, or these different fairway wood options in high loft, they're going to have them and uh, we're going to be building them. So you think the seven woods and those type of clubs, they're probably going to be the hottest item that guys are going to be looking at on Monday through Wednesday? possibly uh, very well be our hot item. We just have to kind of wait and see how the course setup is, how firm it is, or it might even be soft. So I, I don't know. You know, if the, if the course is soft, the greens are receptive, then it could be more of the low lofted hybrid or, or maybe our ex-utility prototype iron, um, using more off of the tees and into the longer par threes. But if we go there and, and we start seeing some firm conditions, with rock-hard greens, then they're going to need to get some, uh, you know, altitude going in their launch, and, and there's nothing better to do that than a uh, seven-wood uh, or these nine-woods. So I'm going to have them built up. I'm going to be walking with them on the range. They don't let us put demo bags at U.S. Opens on the range, so I'm just going to carry a couple with me and as our our other reps. And hey, they're just going to be test clubs, and if we have to go tweak them a little bit or maybe make them player-specific, we'll, we'll go do that, and uh, hopefully we can get some of these things in play. And since it's a, it's a major and there's going to be so much movement going on, so much media attention, does that change your schedule or routine compared to how it would at a normal PGA Tour event? 
you know, that's more for the bigger players. I've played in a few U.S. Opens, and, you know, nobody's looking to do interviews with me, and, and 90% of the guys that are in the U.S. Open this year aren't going to be hounded by the media early in the week. That's more for the uh, Phil Mickelsons and Ernie Els of the world. Uh, so our guys that are there to, to do business and learn the course, you know, are, are Brian Stewart's. And those kind of guys, you know, they're going to fly under the radar, and it's only after round one, two, three, or going into the final round. If they're in the hunt, then, you know, they are going to be hounded. And, um, you know, time management becomes critical, and relaxing when you're not at the golf course is a huge necessity. Awesome. Well, it should be a fun week, and hopefully we can cap it off with a Callaway win on Sunday. Mike, thanks so much for joining us, and have a great week out there. All right, man. Thanks for having me, and uh, let's pull one of our boys through. That'd be great. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks a bunch. All right, that's it for us this week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all soon.